one of our other pastors is in Hohidiai, in Indonesia, and Adam's still in the States. Um, he's incredible to travel with, that boy. Um, we had a great time together, actually. Uh, thanks for those of you that were praying for us. We uh, got back, I got back a week ago from Tulsa, Oklahoma, first time in the States. And um, we had lots and lots of Uber drivers because it's about a fifth of the price of a taxi, we discovered. Um, and um, and uh, the common question was, so is this your first time in the States? Yes. And you're in Tulsa. <laughs> yes. Uh, so it was a beautiful, uh, beautiful people there. And the conference, although it was in Tulsa, had people from every state in America and 20 countries. Um, outside that, there's four and a half thousand people, 80% of whom were below 30 years old. Um, it's an African-American um, pastor in that kind of culture, so the place was heaving with energy, so much energy. It was so loud. Um, uh, at times I'm like, I'm just going to... I'm going to stay here. I'm watching these other people who are older than me and a bit younger than me like walk out to listen to it in the foyer. I'm like, I can do this. <laughs> I can. I can do this. Um, but it was absolutely beautiful. Uh, like I've never, ever been in a, in a conference environment like that that is so... Uh, like I've lived in Melbourne and worked in Dandenong and I've been in lots of multicultural environments, but I've never been in a place where it just doesn't matter before. And where social circles and, and even um, like couples and families and all of that sort of thing, race is just irrelevant. So we had African Americans and Hispanics and Asians and um, us, the, and, and nobody cared. And not only that, but we're all singing to the one God um, together, loudly. Um, uh, it was just, one of, uh, one of the worship leaders at one point just said, this, doesn't this feel a little bit like heaven? Yes, because at one point they just tried to shut the worship down and so they turned the sound off and then they turned all the mics off and then they turned all the lights off and just shut everything down and we just sang for two and a half hours. And the preacher went home. <laughs> Not really. He stayed and just participated in that space. It was just beautiful to be amongst God's people from all across the world. We had so many conversations with people um, at, in that conference space and in our our Uber drivers are in cafes. And the reason that we had so many conversations with people is because Adam has got ADHD. And <laughs> when we were sitting down just to have a break and enjoy a coffee together, he would look around at all the other people who were just happily talking amongst themselves and lean back in his chair and say, G'day! <laughs> we're from Australia. <laughs> and then we would be surrounded by people who wanted to... To, and he was like everywhere we went. Like, I've got a little bit of ADHD and I'm a very social person, but he is off the charts. <laughs> but it was brilliant. We heard stories of what God is doing in, in Panama, 
in, in Costa Rica, in Hawaii, in Korea, in South Africa, in Ethiopia. Like this movement amongst young people, this worldwide movement among young people, you know, they said that we wouldn't worship God and we do. They said that we wouldn't believe the scriptures and we do. They said that we wouldn't be faithful, you know, in our marriages, but we, we do. They said that we wouldn't, we wouldn't want to take the name of Jesus, but we do. It was so powerful to be in that environment. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity to go. And the message to all of us, but particularly to that kind of uh, generation, uh, was this. I'll tell you the three main points across those, uh, the conference. One, all you have is all you need. All you have is all you need. Within you, God has given you everything that you need for your life and godliness and satisfaction and for the extraordinary things that um, God's going to do through you. All you have is all you need. Uh, two, submission is critical for satisfaction. This is a hard message to our generation. That unless you're willing to submit to the authority that you're under, you cannot be fruitful. And guys, we can't just be potted plants where we go, this is just me here and I'm going to move myself around wherever I feel like it's going to be satisfying for me and I feel free to just kind of pop around here and I'm still growing and I'm still in faith and I'm still, unless you're planted somewhere amongst people, unless you put your roots down amongst a community of people, who love you and who you can love through all of the inconveniences and the trials and the struggles that way, you cannot reach your full potential unless you are submitted. And the other big message was, um, which I'll get into more of today, surrender your need to be noticed and focus on being fruitful. So... It was really kind of lively um, and, and, and worshipful, but it was very real and sobering as well and awesome. So thank you for praying. Here's the big message that the Holy Spirit brought home to me through the conference, and I want to share that with you today. Um, I spent a few days with some great mentors of mine, Dave and Kim Zovac, who are Americans. They've been, they were out here when I was in Mornington, and I got to know them really well there. They're living in L.A., and I spent some time with them, which was just brilliant uh, for me as well. But here's the big message that I want to bring to you today uh, that I've just entitled, Forget Your Potential and Focus on Your Purpose. Forget your potential and focus on your purpose. We are a generation that is obsessed with potential. You, know, you can be anything you want. You just follow your heart. You go hard after your dreams. You never give up. You want a trophy? Go for it. You want a platform? You can get there. You want a million dollars? You can do it. You want a microphone? Chase it. Success is in your grasp. You know, fulfill your potential and do it. And there's some merit in this. Goals are necessary. You know, if you aim at nothing, you hit it every time. Um. But we need to watch what we're aiming at. And I've heard messages this way, and I've even, I think, preached some of this stuff, that kind of message of Jesus wants you to be awesome, and he's committed to helping you reach your full potential. And we quote, um, like Jeremiah 29, 11, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, 
plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And we quote like John 10, 10, where Jesus says, the thief comes to steal and kill and destroy, but I have come that you would have life, life to the full. The new living says a rich and satisfying life. And we quote Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, I will not be in lack, I will not be in want, because God is my shepherd. And Romans 8, 28, all things work together for the good of those who love God. And Ephesians 2.10, you are God's masterpiece, his workmanship, you are. And so you can build a case around God wants you to be awesome, to, to reach your full uh, potential. And that's true, but it's not enough. It would be aligned with the message of the world around us. We believe that successful people are those who achieve their dreams. Why do we watch The X Factor? Like, really? Or, or any of those um, TV shows, except that it, t- that it takes an ordinary pleb like you and I and shoots them into what we want, don't we? To be just noticed, to be celebrated. And we teach our kids, and I have too, that they're amazing and unique and that they have something special and awesome to offer the world. And, and even when people struggle, we say things like, don't worry, your time to shine will come. And if you're a teenager, teenager or young adult here, listen carefully to this. Your time to shine probably won't happen <laughs> in the way that you think or hope it will. Because it often doesn't. Life isn't laid out like a platform that we get to walk across and be noticed and celebrated and people aren't lining up to notice and celebrate our untapped potential. And chasing that hope is like grasping at steam. And even if you get it, it just doesn't work. You achieve that thing or you get that kind of status or you, or you hit that mark and, you, and, you, and you're standing there on that platform or with that mic or... or um, with all of those kind of accolades, and you think, well, this didn't work. But it doesn't stop us trying. Have you ever felt like you could have been so much more? That you could have achieved so much more if circumstances had been different? That if you'd just been given that chance or or had that opportunity or if someone had believed in you or if you hadn't been passed over for that promotion or... Do you feel like there's more in you that people haven't seen yet? Or maybe you you just stop trying. You feel like maybe your days of contribution have passed because you've run out of energy or, or people have overlooked you too often or nobody notices you or nobody asks you anymore or you're just too creaky in the joints or... Has your potential dried up, got tired or been spurned or fizzled out? Do you think it's a shame? Do you think it's a shame when people die never having reached their full potential? Like Jesus, who was the best human ever. He was the best human ever. Did he reach his full potential? It's just the wrong question, isn't it? It just doesn't even equate as a question. The question's irrelevant. Je- Jesus completely fulfilled his purpose. 
Potential is a distraction. Purpose. Purpose is the real deal. Jeremiah 32, God speaking through the prophet Jeremiah, is prophesying about his people. He says, they will be my people and I will be their God. I will give them one heart and one purpose. Listen, one purpose, to worship me forever for their own good and for the good of all their descendants. And here's uh, Paul in his speech in Athens uh, saying this, from one man he created all the nations, that's God, created all the nations throughout the whole earth. He decided beforehand when they should rise and fall, he determined their boundaries. His purpose was for the nations to seek after God and perhaps feel their way towards him and find him, though he's not far from any one of us. And Jesus, in his own purpose statement, in his own this is why I came statement, says, for the Son of Man, which is his way of re- referring to himself, For the Son of Man came to seek and save those who are lost. Here is a purpose bigger than my life and your life, that I and that my family and that my neighbours and that my country and the nations would seek God and worship Him for their own good and for the good of all their descendants. And that is what God is doing in us and through us. And what He's doing is amazing. His purposes are awesome. And outside of God's purposes, my potential is irrelevant. Outside of God's potential, uh, God's purposes, outside of God's purposes, my potential is irrelevant and empty. Can you imagine more people coming to know Jesus here in Warrigal? Like, who can imagine four, five, six more people in the next few months coming to Jesus here in Warrigal? Who can imagine a hundred more people or two hundred more people in the next few years here in Warrigal? coming to know Jesus. Like, can you even, can you picture that? Can you imagine the joy of that? Can you, can you get hold of how much more satisfying and amazing life would be um, if I just gave myself to that? Like, if I was just making coffee or cleaning toilets or doing nothing aligned with what I think my potential currently is, but that The purpose of God was happening through my life, that the nations would come to know him. How much more satisfying that would be for my life. And here's what I heard God say to me when I was in America. Danny, lay down your power, lay down your position, lay down all of your potential and just focus on my purpose. To see Community Church Warrigal crazy in love with God and with each other, and extending open, welcoming arms to the lost without judgment, fear, or favor. And to that end, I will lay down all that I have to see the purposes of God. Which, incidentally, is what God's waiting for in all of us, because He made us. And He knows what will satisfy us, and He gave us all these gifts and talents and strengths. And then when we go, all right, God, actualize me. Make me feel good about myself. Help me to achieve the things that I want. He's like, ah, that's going to kill you. That's going to hurt you. That's going to be empty. 
for you. How about you just give those to me and I will, I will use you in my purposes for your good. So when we go, okay, God, all the future that I want, all the potential that I see, all, of the, all, of, all, all that I want for my life, actually, I'm going to trust you with that. I'm going to give that all to you. And God goes, oh, good. Now you're useful. Now I can use you. Now I can trust you with what I gave you. Because you're going to use that to point to me and not to you. You're going to use all of that to, to highlight me so that you'll be satisfied. And more than that, people around you will go, look at God and be drawn to Him so that they can be satisfied for their good. I've been following Jesus for decades and, um, and I've done this on an, and you will have too. Okay, God. Here's all my future, you have it. Um, but you know there are times in your life where you go, wow, that was really significant because God really showed me that and I dropped that thing I was hanging on to. That was me in the last few weeks on this issue. And I know that this is a message for us as a community, as a people. It's a message for us individually because, uh, you know, it's easy to feel jaded. It's easy to feel like um, I've been, uh, you know, nobody wants me anymore. Nobody notices me anymore. You know, I used to be helpful, but now people are just kind of looking at other people and, and I'm, just, I'm just being pushed aside and nobody's noticing or welcoming or, or wanting my potential. Nobody wants that around here. And God is saying to us, I want you to forget that and focus on my purpose here. And others of us are saying, you know, why can't I have, I want that role, I want, I want that um, function, I want people to see how good and strong I am in that space and I want them to really celebrate me in that way. And God's saying, what are you doing? Just drop what you want for you and focus on my purpose. When I got here this morning, uh, my life group were doing their first uh, foray into being the support team here. As a life group, we've decided to take on one of the weeks of running the support uh, teams here. And we were milling around like people do when there's a lot of you there and you don't know what to do. Um, um, that way. But they worked it out. Uh, and, um, and Aaron, who's our team leader for that, still has to stand out and listen to this in the foyer because one of the functions of the support team leader, I didn't know this, but was that you need to stay out there for security reasons, but also just to make sure that people don't walk into an empty uh, shell. So he's out there now, not in here with us, because he's serving in that way. Now, he doesn't need to do that to fulfill his potential. Um, in fact, none of the crew need to. They're just they're wanting to help in the purposes of God. And I love it. Uh, sometimes I walk into the cafe midweek and the, our walking groups, our walking group, like I go, uh, <coughs> the walking group <laughs> uh, is in there. Uh, they're a more senior um, kind of generation. 
And they nearly always introduce me to someone who isn't part of this crew here, who I don't know, who they are reaching out to, who they are including in their mix, who they are welcoming into the community here. Um, so are they, are, they, are they older? Yes, they are. are they, do they creak in the joints? Yeah, probably um, they do. Um, they're not singing and dancing and, and building things anymore, but are they still committed to the purposes of God? Yes, they are. It's beautiful. So, however much potential you think you have, or you think you don't have, or you think others think you have, I want to encourage you to lay it down. And just focus on God's purposes. At the conference, they had um, this phrase, submission is when everything I am is sub to the mission. It's nice, isn't it? Submission means sub to the mission. And we'll never reach our potential until our potential is sub to the mission. At the end of his life, Jesus didn't say, I have arrived, (laughs) or I have achieved, or I am complete. He said what? It is finished. There's a work to be done here. And God is moving us as a church family to worship him, to love each other, to reach out with open arms to the lost around us and welcome them home. And our purpose is not done until we draw our last breath or Jesus returns. But until then, let's remember these words. This is the Apostle Paul in Philippians 1. Every time I think of you, I give thanks to my God. Whenever I pray, I make my request for all of you with joy, for you have been my partners in spreading the good news about Christ from the time you first heard it until now. And I am certain that God, who began the good work within you, will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day Christ Jesus returns. So here's a prayer that I wrote for myself that I will invite you to pray with me. Uh, It just says this, Father, here's all of my potential. Here is all of my potential. I surrender it all. Just move me right now, right here and now in your purpose for me. I've got it up there. When we say here's all of my potential, it swings both ways. Sometimes you say, oh God, just so, I'm, all of my potential feels so weighty. I've got so much. Like, lose all of my potential. This is, this is yeah. Sometimes we, uh, I speak to people who are, you know, you're 21 or you're 22 and you, the whole world is in front of you and you've got all of these things you could do. God, here's all of my potential. It feels like that. Um, sometimes we're a little dried out, washed up, um, scarred, burned, and we're like, God, here's all, of, here's all of my potential. It doesn't matter. It's the same prayer. God, here's all of my potential. I surrender it all. Just move me right here and now in your purpose for me. So if you want to, Um, Just open your palms and put them on your knees if you want to. Or if you don't like hand gestures, just do it inside your heart and pray this out loud with me to finish here. You ready? Father, 
Here's all of my potential. I surrender it all. Just move me right here and now in your purpose for me. Amen. Okay, why don't you stand with us? And we're going to close this morning just by uh, looking to God and, and praising Him for how great He is. I didn't give Tim enough time. Sorry, Tim. <laughs> it's possibly one I should know. Yeah.